Well, welcome back to Trick to Happy. <laughs> um, we are talking about Stutz. If you have not seen Stutz, you need to go out and watch it ASAP. You actually, I mean, I had not even watched it, so you can probably tell a better description of what it actually is. But Oh, boy. Um, it's basically just a, a documentary of um, Jonah Hill's therapist, and he wanted, Jonah wanted to share the tools that Stutz had taught him through therapy. And it starts that way, but it ends up being something else. Well, let's start, like, I guess, where did the tools begin, right? Why did he start doing the tools? And that resonated with me mm-hmm. a ton because I have, I'm a big proponent of therapy. I have been to, you mm-hmm. know, therapy sessions. And I remember the first one I went to and I thought, are they going to talk? Am I going to talk? Mm-hmm. Are they going to tell me how to fix this problem? And I remember feeling like I left with, maybe I felt a little better, but I couldn't really remember what they told me. And I wish I had right. tried to write it down. And then I went back out into my everyday life and I wouldn't, I would think, I would, I never felt like, I felt like I had to go to many, many sessions and then I was going to be cured or fixed. But I don't feel like I was using anything that they were giving me to fix anything. Right. And that's where Stutz got this, you know, this whole idea of his tools is because he realized from the therapist side that his patients were leaving without anything concrete to work on. Yeah. And he did all of this by drawing on note cards that looked like flashcards Mm -hmm. and to physically give them to take away and work on. Yeah. So we just wanted to talk about this documentary and hopefully inspire you to watch it. And when I presented this to Darby, I knew she would also love it because we think very much alike in a lot of ways. And when we both watched it, we came together. We were very excited about sharing the tools. But through talking with Darby, we found that like the documentary, we ended up getting very vulnerable with each other and having some really difficult conversations. Well, I think that's what the tools do. I mm-hmm. think they bring bring you to that point of realizing you can't just sweep it under the mat. You have to you have to face face the things in your life and use the tools to mm-hmm. help you get out of them and by doing that it's almost hard to picture getting out of it without being vulnerable because once you start to use them, you will see that it right. it pulls some stuff out. Yeah, I don't think you can just talk about the tools. Mm-mm. When you talk about what Phil Stutz has developed, it just naturally turns into a conversation because certain tools will resonate with you. So it's just interesting. Darby said when she was first starting to watch the documentary, she was a little bit kind of like, okay, what is this about? Because Yeah, I was like, why is Phil Stutz just talking and Jonah is not opening up at all right we yes. and you know he goes to phil studs you know he has problems he's right. got he's seeking <laughs> right. therapy right then right. He, why isn't he sharing yes and and then and what's crazy is our episode ended up mirroring that like at first we were just telling the tools because we were then, like well we're not going to share yeah our our problems <laughs> exactly. why would we do that but then now i think the only way to truly have an episode about this documentary is we have to be willing to be vulnerable. The whole documentary was such a metaphor for the process of the tools. Mm-hmm. It was just so incredibly 
beautifully done. What stuck out to you the most? For me, I kept thinking through this, blaming all my insecurities on, well, it's the past. And this is, that was, you know, this is why I'm like this. And this is, you know, instead of being like, this is why I'm like this. Yeah. And I need to, like, walk through it and go forward with it. Right. I think for me, a lot of it was the, I think sometimes a light bulb went off of, I wonder if sometimes my social anxiety comes from me not feeling like I'm going to say something witty and smart. Mm -hmm. I feel that I'm going to say something stupid. Mm -hmm. And so in a, in a crowd or meeting new people in a big environment, I'm, I'm worried that I won't sound intelligent. Right. And obviously I felt that way. I felt that way for a long time that I, have you figured out where that started? I think a lot of it is because I I now know that I have ADD, but I think okay. I didn't know it at a very I didn't know it until I was an adult. Uh-huh. But I just always thought I just always got through. Mhm. And then I would joke about it and try to make jokes and like it's funny. Yeah. But I think deep down and as I've gotten older and you're in more adult type conversations is when I start to feel like I'm going to say something stupid. Right. So that was like one of my shadows, I kind of feel like. Well. And then I think the weight was another one. I mean, I think both. Yeah. We're probably going to have to be pretty vulnerable on this one. Oh, I know. Through this, I'm hoping that we can kind of figure out a way to which I can share enough, but not too much. So in yoga and a lot of earlier self-work, I would talk about um, my sisters being in gymnastics and me not being in gymnastics. Anyway, and then that then that was the first seed that led to me in high school thinking I was less than. And I don't think that's the case. So this is my real shadow, my very vulnerable, being completely honest. When I was going through figuring out my shadow, I realized that when I was in school... I had this vision of me being the quote-unquote smart one and me being the quote-unquote successful one. And I was, A, kind of like shot down, like not treated as smart as other people in in the class. And then when I started dating Brian, I had teachers say, like, why are you dating Kara? Like, really, Kara? Right. To my very intelligent, very successful boyfriend in high school. So, teachers would say that. Yeah, isn't that mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm sure in their mind they weren't saying that like I wasn't good enough for him, but they were just shocked that straight laced senior principal senior. I know. I Okay. I know. Like it's my it's my yes, perception, right? Yes. It's the it's the thing that I would I, highly doubt a teacher would would bring intelligence into. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I, it can happen. I'm but. sure. I'm sure it wasn't 100% just that. I will say, I I had two teachers when I got my honors rope because you had to stand in line to get your honors rope, and they they said you have honors, and I said yes, and they double checked the list in front of me to make sure, and I'm like, are you kidding me right now? I'm this like 18 year old girl just trying to get my honors rope. Anyway, so again, that was another thing that like mm-hmm. people don't think I was. I know, and I I think it's similar in like 
even when I listen to myself on the podcast, like when we are editing or when I, like, yeah. I, I immediately go to, oh, I sound so dumb. I don't finish my sentences. Mm-hmm. I break, you know. Yeah. And I don't know. I If we're in a group of people and people are talking about, you know, something very intellectual. Yeah. I just, I don't even want to talk because I'm so afraid mm-hmm. I'm going to say and then I just curl up and I just feel like I'm not even myself then because I'm. Yeah, I can empathize with that. Well, I definitely think for me it is that, you know, I thought it was interesting that I don't know. I think I think I have a lot of insecurities that I have covered up with. Whether it's humor or, yeah. you know, things like that, that that pushed it away. But I. I feel I don't know. I would be willing to bet, though, that everybody listening to this has had a moment where they feel like this. That's the thing, is that I think we sometimes think we're the only ones. Like for I, sure. Well, I think what this documentary did for me was, like, you're, you're going to have to... It's not going to be easy, and you're going to have to work to get through it. Like, there's always. I think in the past, I've just been like, this is how I am, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to cancel mm-hmm. because... I feel antisocial and they'll be okay and I'll go to the next thing instead of one foot in front of the other walking in Mm -hmm. and basically facing the demon that is in my head of you're not smart you're going to say something stupid or you know I don't know yeah oh I think that I think my two insecurities Mm -hmm. growing up were weight and Mm -hmm. my intelligence yeah I think weight was something I struggled with, and I think I felt that everyone around me was cuter and, you know, Mm -hmm. smarter. And I think I turned to, like I said, like humor. Yeah. And then I, you know, I think when I realized that it, you know, that I did have all the boxes checked for ADD, it was kind Mm -hmm. of like later in my life, it was kind of like... Now I didn't really know. It like solidified that I was felt dumb, and I think I don't know. I think people that don't understand people with ADD, like I think it's a hard concept to grasp because usually if they don't have that, they are. um, It's hard to have patience for it because I mean, it can be hard and annoying. To be with somebody that is all over the place sometimes. But I think a lot of people with ADD think that they're stupid. I would be willing to bet. Yeah. Because things don't get finished or um, you drop the ball. I mean, we all do, but I think we probably drop it more. Mm -hmm. I hope that you can get to a point where you see... Instead of it solidifying your thoughts of how you're of your shadow, more it's more so like validating you. And I hope you can get to the point to where you can see your ADD as a gift mm-hmm. because truly. I, well, I through therapy, tra- like, because I I'm going to say right now, like, the, I think the reason I like Stutt so much is because I'm a huge. Huge proponent of therapy. Yeah. I, I mean, I I was 
definitely the person that went in for the very first time in my life and thought, what in the world am I doing? I do not want to talk to anybody. I do yeah. not know what to say. I do not, you know, this is not for me. There's nothing wrong with me. I don't need to go talk to somebody. Yeah. But now after, you know, different ones and, and years of doing it, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not seeing anyone right now. So yeah. I need to probably like me too. get back into there since I'm a me too. barrel of tears. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I, there was one therapist I saw and she herself had ADD mm-hmm. and she was the first person to give it to me in another light of, I'm going to give you a list of all of the beautiful qualities that people with ADD have. And it's empathy and creativity and mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, sometimes a person with ADD might not be able to finish two certain tasks, but it's because those tasks don't interest them. Right. But if you give them something that they really enjoy and can be passionate and creative about, mm-hmm. they tend to get that done and 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 go above and beyond like it's it's like your flowers for example are incredible when you make bouquets oh my gosh well, it's, yeah. everybody at my the shower that you did the bouquets for were like where who did this where where did you get this done they thought like what professionally what you know they thought i went to a boutique and i was like no darby did it and they're like darby did it does she do this on the side i'm like i keep telling her she should but like i i interrupted you but i just i think like i know there is medication you can take to help and i do right? i do yes but i i know i know yes but i you have to be honest with me if this hurts your feelings no i mean i will be honest okay <laughs> <laughs> If there was like a magic pill that you could take that would take away all the things that come with ADD, I don't think you'd be Darby. Probably not. And I love Darby. <laughs> like seriously. I know. I know. Like, I don't know. I mean, I know it's, I, I know it's a. There's things that come with it that makes life difficult I know that but I just think it it allows me to be around someone who sees the world differently and in a beautiful way that it just it adds to my life and it it changes my perspective on so many things that like I don't know if you didn't have that selfishly I wouldn't have that Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to see the world in in that way Oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean that. But it's, you know, it's good. It's good. I'm, I'm letting it all out. Yeah. Um, all of our listeners can be in the therapy <laughs> session. I need my tools. I would have hit the jackpot if I had walked into his office and mm-hmm. he left me with five note cards of just follow these steps. And he says on there, this is a quote. He says, do exactly what I tell you to do and you will feel better yes i loved that too i love that that just suits my personality so much the same yes a lot just give it to me tell me what to do like, tell me what, if you, he was like if you do this this will change your life yes if you just do this and then jonah was like well are you scared that if anyone like leaves your room and says i don't feel any different he's like no no mm-hmm. he's like that's one thing i know oh and i know what he, i know what i like that he said it was the reason he thought the tools worked is because most people and this is so me. Most people look at, I, I tend to look at all the things that are, that I'm worried about or I'm stressed about or that I don't like, you know, and yeah. then 
especially for me, it becomes very overwhelming. And it's like he found that when his patients used the tools, they focused on just little bitty small things. And I liked because I know I need to journal more, but I liked when he said, Mm -hmm. you know, to really be able to have a relationship with yourself, you've got to get it all out. Because as you start writing, there will be things that come up that you didn't realize. You knew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like the life force, that's the pyramid. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, he drew a pyramid and divided it into three sections. And the bottom was your relationship with your, your physical body, your relationship with your physical body. So an example would be, you know, exercise and diet and sleep and things you can do for for your physical body. Yep. And then the next tier was your relationship with other people. And then the top tier was relationships with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was... It's like Jonah was saying, when he was younger, his his mom would just say, he associated exercise and diet with, there's something wrong with me. I had to do that. And I remember feeling that. I remember thinking, I've got to go run if I'm going to be skinny. Mm-hmm. But that's not, right? That's not Right. It. And like, the that, like is... this is more, if you went into it with, with the mindset of it's for my well-being my my mental health mm-hmm. and didn't put so much of a physical mm-hmm. part on the diet and exercise yeah it changes a lot yeah and i loved and about the relationship to other people like yeah. this was this was stuck out to me too because i was mm-hmm. like when he said you could you don't know unless you ask someone to lunch even if you take somebody to lunch and it's not you don't it's love not them. you don't yeah. love them or you don't <laughs> like it's not the greatest or yeah. whatever you will still gain mm-hmm. something from that connection mm-hmm. I thought that was so interesting yeah you will learn because then I'm like so if I take somebody I don't really like to lunch mm-hmm. you'll learn something I guess about yourself or about the maybe world or about a con- you know so it made me what it did for me was uh-huh. it made me view situations where I might otherwise say I'm not gonna go because right. I, I feel insecure about whatever all these things are, and I'm not yeah. going to go. Mm-hmm. And instead of just going and finding out maybe it brought some new light to my life or mm-hmm. moved me in a different way or yeah. was an opportunity for something. I don't know. I mean, right? Yeah. not opportunity like... <laughs> like a job or, yes. or yeah, but, but like yeah. an opportunity for some something sort of forward advancement yes. in your... Yeah. Yes. Life force, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do the pyramid and everything else will fall into place. That's what he says. That's crazy. And it just made, it made everybody's journey like the right journey, right? There's no one right way to get through life, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's always going to be pain and uncertainty and work so it's not like a free ticket out like you're and if you see someone that kind of like jonah said at the end where he's like the people i look up to i thought they didn't have my problems and he like kind of laughed at him he's like i'm sorry i don't mean to laugh but that's absurd right Mm -hmm. everybody everybody is going through this i love that he's even like i know the secret of life it's accepting that you won't be able to figure it out Mm -hmm. and no one no one will yeah you just have to continue to put in the work you're not going to walk out of therapy from your last 
ever therapy session and be perfect and think that you're cured from life. Like, it's just like, I think that's what I loved about him is that yeah. it was just kind of like, I'm, I'm not an expert because I have to do all of this too. You know, and he was, so, what was incredible too is like, he was so willing to leave in the documentary when he was open about like, yeah, he has all this, but he is experiencing he still has a shadow surrounded his health and relationships. Like he's having a hard yes. time having a committed relationship and like his ability to be like, yeah, I know all these things. Guess what? I know these things will help you, but guess what? I'm still going, I'm going through it too. Uh-huh. It's not like I know I'm just quicker to get to the tool. Yes. Right. It, I don't know. It's just, and I love that it was like with it being in black and white. Yes. Held. And then when he was like telling the truth and that part was in color and then they yes. went back to black and white, it was just, it's so good. It was so good. It, it's just, it was. It was very real. And I'm so glad it turned to that. Because in the beginning, I really was like, is this just going to be another documentary of this therapist? Right. That, and it really, it, it just took a turn I wasn't expecting. Yeah. I, and ultimately, I, I don't know. I think I might be going backward in our conversation. But I just want to get to a point to where, like, all of the, like, I want to be okay with my shadow and like I and and okay with my part X's and and yeah. Do you have any, I know? Do you have anything else you want to this say? This was right deep. Now? I, think oh, I need I a like... nap. If you have not seen Stutz, <laughs> you need to see. Stutz. You need to go see it and watch it three times <laughs> or four <laughs> or five. <laughs> what is my dare for Stutz? What is your dare for Stutz? Your dare for Stutz is this could be a lot of different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Stutz, I want you to see a change quick. You want to think about it? I think, okay, this is so my dare. To... I, I, this is a dare that I think you'll actually won't be that hard for you. But I want you to go up to someone, not someone you know, someone that you have a relationship with, but that you would at other times feel like I'm not going to start a conversation or I feel uncomfortable around this person or this group of pers- people because I'm scared I'm going to sound like I'm not smart. And I want you to tell them about Stutz. Okay. Okay. Is that good? Because you have a lot of knowledge, right? But it, but it, it's gonna, it's gonna force you to talk to someone that you normally go into that cycle of like, I'm not smart, so I'm not going to say anything good right now, but it's going to force you to. Okay. No, that's good. Okay. That's my Stutz dare. Okay. You're going to go nuts over Stutz. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's got to be in there. (laughs) Thanks again for listening and being here with us today. And don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Trick to Happy Podcast. Thank you.